Hello, party people. Welcome to episode 11 of the Beyond Trauma podcast. I'm Crystal Mori, your host as always. And today we're going to talk a little bit about self-care. And I know that this is sort of a tired topic and there's a lot of different meanings for it and a lot of people fight over those meanings and (laughs) like to shame people about you know, whether or not they actually know what self-care is. And I just want to give a different perspective today. Um, This was inspired by a podcast that I was listening to. And I just like had this epiphany where I was like, man, I really want to tell people about sort of like a simplified version of self-care that you can use anytime. Okay. And first... I just want to talk about how great life is, okay? 2021 is already crazy. (laughs) Uh, And it seems like life is never going to go back to normal, whatever normal is or was or will be. And I, but I just want to say that it's still, life is still good. And it's, you know, life is just whatever you make it. And if you want 2021 to be, the best year of your life, like you have to, uh, you have to decide that right now. Decide to start making it the best year of your life. Okay. Cause if you keep thinking that 2021, you know, since it's already like some crazy stuff is happening and you've already decided that it's going to be just as bad or like, you know, here we go again, then that's exactly what it's going to be. Okay. For you and possibly for the collective, because our collective thoughts make a huge difference on the reality that we see every day in real life, right? Moving on though, (laughs) let's talk about self-care, how to take care of yourself, how to be mentally, emotionally okay in your everyday life. So first I want to talk about the stigma, okay? Uh, That putting yourself first means being selfish, I feel like this narrative is turning, that people are starting to accept that, like, putting yourself first is not selfish. And I understand where that stigma comes from. And it comes from, you know, just ages and ages of our our society and culture telling us that, like, you know, the best mom is a martyr. And the best employee is the one that has no boundaries and stays for hours after they were supposed to go home. The best, um, the best dads are the ones who are bringing in as much money as possible for the family, right? They're just, they're just stories, but we base our success on like how hard we work ourselves and like how much we don't listen to our own needs and it's got to stop. Like, let me just tell you how this has changed my life for the better. So I was under the impression for a long time that like in order for my daughter to be the best person she could be and to turn out super awesome and not traumatized (laughs) was for me to be a stay-at-home mom and to be with her 24-7. And I'm not in any way saying that being a stay-at-home mom is wrong or that it is not the best thing for your kid. Maybe it is. But for me and for my daughter we need a little bit of time apart. I don't enjoy being at home with her all day, every day. Like, <laughs> And 
some people may say, well, like, yeah, well, motherhood is a sacrifice, right? And it is, but it doesn't have to be like, it can be whatever you want it to be. Okay. And you can be happy however you want to be happy. You don't have to do everything by the way that our society says that you have to do them. Getting up on my soapbox a little bit. But (laughs) for me, it's not about quantity of time. It's about quality of time. And when I'm able to go away and like work and, you know, do my calls with my clients and work on my business and then come back feeling like fulfilled and like I'm making a difference in the world, I show up as a better mom. Okay. And this is like, this is just perfect for like what I want to talk about that when we like, that's me putting myself first, right? Me having a business, making money, helping people. It's putting myself first and in in a roundabout way, like when we put ourselves first and our needs first and what we know deep down inside, like we want to do and we need to do, we are then better able to show up and then put other people first after we put ourselves first. <laughs> Does that make sense? We're better able to show up and take care of others when we first take care of ourselves. And I mean, that's the best example I could think of was my own uh, role as a mother, I'm so much, uh, nicer and more patient and able to engage with my daughter when I take time to take care of myself first. The opposite when I wasn't doing that was like totally checked out mom, like crying all the time, like, uh, zoning out on the phone, just giving her the TV so that like I can have time to myself. Right. And that's not quality time with her. And so she was never getting what she needed. And like now she is. And she's getting time with like a friend and, you know, learning. She gets to learn from me and her dad. And then she also gets to learn from somebody else, right? And to me, that's valuable. So when we're not putting ourselves first, basically what we're doing is caring more about what other people think about us over what we think about us. Let's say that again. When you're not putting yourself first and you're not taking care of yourself, it's because you are putting the opinions of somebody else of like who you are and what you're all about. You're putting that over your own opinions of who you are and what you're all about. And it's quite possible that you've never even examined what you think about you. And that could be why you often defer to somebody else to tell you who you are and what you do. Like for me, it's like I never even questioned that there was another way to do motherhood. It was like, I stay at home, I take care of the kids, right? And then it was like, I questioned that. And I was like, well, do I have to do it that way? No, I don't. Like I live, I am like the CEO of my own life, right? (laughs) I get to choose how I show up as a mother. Can I still be a good mom and take care of myself? Absolutely. In fact, I'm a better mom when I do that. So it's almost like I don't like to use the words self-betrayal. I just don't think it's like super useful to think about life that way. But like when you're so concerned about what other people think about you and that they might judge you, you're kind of like betraying yourself. Okay. And 
I want to put a caveat in there that it's completely normal for us to care so much about what people think about us because of the way that our brains are wired. And we've talked about this in previous episodes that your brain is wired for community and to keep you safe within the tribe so that you don't get picked off by a predator, right? And so it's telling you like conform and make sure everybody's happy with you. Don't have anybody mad at you. They're going to kick you out of the tribe and you're going to die. <laughs> like your brain is still kind of on on that frequency. And so you have to slowly start training it and telling it like, no, okay, we're safe. We're good. I can actually focus on what I need to survive and what I want out of life. And I can start putting that first And if other people disapprove, they don't understand, I get to choose how I want to respond to that, okay? Because, I mean, that's natural too. It doesn't feel good when somebody says that they think that you're doing it wrong, right? And they don't approve of how you're living life. But here's the thing. Somebody's always going to be mad about the way you're living life. Like you're always going to be disappointing someone. Okay, so like why make it you? Why disappoint yourself? Think about that for a second. (laughs) What's more detrimental to your growth and your mental health? Disappointing somebody else or disappointing yourself over and over and over and over again? The answer is yourself. (laughs) The more we disappoint ourselves or, you know, quote unquote, betray ourselves, the more we feel like a fish out of water, you know, the more we're feeling like we don't have a purpose, that we're not connected to who we truly are, that we're getting further and further away from like the spark that brings us joy in life because we're marching to the, to the beat of somebody else's drum and what they tell us will make us happy. Right. And so, you know, take all of this Don't take it all like super literally (laughs) because people often do have our best interest in mind. And sometimes people do have really great advice for how we can solve problems or, you know, a better way to do things. But I just want you to take a step back and examine like the advice that they gave me. Will it help me to get where I'm going? Does it help me to connect to myself? Is that, is it what I want for me? Will I disappoint myself if I do this? Okay. If you're going to disappoint somebody in life, don't let it be you. (laughs) I learned that the hard way and I'm sure you have experience with it too. So this is sort of a different take on self-care is that I feel like people don't talk about enough and it's just building trust with yourself and building safety with yourself to make decisions based on what you want and what you need, okay? And I encourage you to maybe just make a list. Make a list of like all the things that you want in life or that you want to do, even if they seem like totally out of this world. And then write down the reasons why you can't have them and see if any of them are you know, because somebody told you you couldn't or society said like, that's just not what moms do or whatever it may be, (laughs) right? That's just not what that kind of a person does. And so you have to be like, well, maybe I'm a mom who also drives a motorcycle or whatever. I'm just thinking of like really awesome 
(laughs) examples here like I always do. So basically, think about what you want, and then I want you to question why you can't have it, and then I want you to question that again and be like, well, maybe I can have it, right? The first step is just opening the mind up to possibility, and that, you know, maybe maybe that is possible for me. How can I how can I take one little step towards that today? And examine any emotions that come up like shame or guilt. Oh my goodness, I have been on a roller coaster ride with guilt lately. So I made a list of all the things I feel guilty about and then I questioned all of them. And I was like, I feel guilty about this not because like I have to, but because somebody else told me I should feel guilty about it, right? Are your thoughts yours or are they coming from somebody else or from, you know, society, culture, world, right? Start deciding what's best for you because you want it, okay? I hope that this very short episode is useful for you in helping you to to really put yourself first and to take care of yourself while knowing that you're not being selfish, but you're actually doing the best possible thing that you can do in order to show up and help others and serve them. Okay. And also to realize your self-worth, you know, you're worth taking the time to put yourself first. Like, oh my gosh, when you were born as a little tiny baby, nobody picked you up and said, yeah, well, her hair is kind of like frizzy and she kind of has like baby acne on her face and stuff. So she's like not as worthy as this other baby that came out with no skin conditions, you know, they were like, oh my gosh, this precious baby is worth everything, right? She deserves the world. So like, when did we lose our worth? Like, was it when you were like 12 or, you know, (laughs) my point being, you never lost your worth. Your thoughts about you changed. And they were probably changed based off of what other people told you about yourself or what the TV said, right? Or like the movies that you watched told you you should be. And then you looked at yourself and you're like, ooh, I'm not that. Okay? Start putting yourself first and remembering that you're just as worthy of all the love and, you know, awesome things that you want in life as the day that you were born, okay? Whether or not your parents saw it you were born completely worthy, okay? Like that's what I just wish everybody could know is that we all have infinite worth. Nobody is more worthy than the next to have all of their wild desires. And so if you see somebody who has what you want, just let it be an example to you of what's possible, okay? Because you can totally have it and you're worthy to have it. (sighs) All right, well... That's enough of my soapbox. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you can feel, you know, how much I love you and how much I want you to remember where you came from and remember your worth. And if you ever want to go deeper with this work and really connect to that inner loving part of yourself that knows all the answers, knows exactly what you need, knows exactly that you're worthy to have it then I invite you to come and work with me one-on-one. It's, it's truly the most powerful and life-changing thing that I could offer you is one-on-one time with me to remember that these things are true for yourself. Okay, You can find me on Facebook. 
My name is Crystal Bates Mori on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Beyond Trauma Coaching, and you can message me on either of those platforms and set up a time to for us to talk together about what you may be needing, where you want to go in life, and how I could help you get there. And then I can help you make a really powerful decision about whether or not you want to work with me. And or you can just message me and be like, hey, give me a tip for how to do this better and I'll totally give it to you for free. I am here to serve and I'm here to love anybody who comes in my path. So have a lovely day and I will see you next week on the Beyond Trauma podcast.